0: Okay, Um, Felicia, this is your project. Do you uh, want to go first?
1: Okay, uh, hi everyone, I'm Gina, she her pronouns. I am also playing Felicia Gauthier, uh, who also uses she her pronouns. She is a newly minted grad student who was returning to stability after going to college away on the mainland and normal world. And um, she has a project that is dangerous and has something to do with her family history, the weird happenings of stability, and is being funded by the Delacroix family, the Dean, and she is... Very nerdy about history and weird science. Uh, I am also playing the threat of the ghosts. uh, And they just want people to leave and uh, are mean and spooky. As ghosts do. As ghosts do. I don't want to give too much away. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, I'm Blaine.
2: I use he/him pronouns. Uh, in this game, it's called The Professor, but we have hacked it to be The Chronicler. I'm playing The Crabman, who is sort of a town historian. His background is in history and studying the particularly local history. But about a decade ago, something strange happened, and The Crabman got real weird. He uh, he started doing scientific investigation of crabs in the area, and also started warping the history he taught to be strange history involving uh, a multi-dimensional theory in which there are hundreds, if not thousands, of stabilities grown across the dimensions, uh, and it is important to study all of their histories i will also be playing the resonance which is this game's kind of weird eldritch horror outside of the bounds of reality trying to force its way in to unhinge the very laws of the world
0: fun times all good laws of the world who needs them
2: yeah throw them out the window
0: Uh, I am Danny. Uh, Any pronouns are fine for me. And I will be playing The Candle, who in this game is Cameron Hawks, who uses they-them pronouns. Uh, Cameron is Felicia's childhood friend, uh, a little more uh, artistic and rebellious to Felicia's uh, nerdy and academic. Um, Cameron stayed on... Stability. Uh, while Felicia went away to college, uh, they are currently uh, working as a a waiter at the Pirate Ship, which is a a restaurant here in town. Uh, but in their they're also working on a a sculpture commissioned by the Delacroix family for their private museum. Cameron has a burden, which is a, a promise they made to destroy something, and they are very indecisive about it. Uh, I genuinely don't know what that thing is. We're uh, going to find out through play. I'm also going to be controlling the Dean, who is kind of the mundane threat to our characters, Dorian Delacroix is the, uh, person who commissioned the sculpture from Cameron, who, uh, created the grant for uh, Felicia, and probably has something to do with the Crab Man that is unpleasant. Uh, the Dean is, uh, you know, has a... A lot of uh, fingers in, in a lot of different projects and really kind of wants to to bend them to their will and to, you know, make sure that anything Felicia uncovers uh, doesn't paint the, the Delacroix family in a bad light. Yeah, basically they they want to uh, continue to to exercise control and and assert authority over our our characters.
1: I love it. These characters are all so good. Uh, We also have a map of our department building, which we have flavored as the basement of the town hall. Uh, That's in the foreground. There's also outside and horizon. The three threats are currently on the horizon, but they will move to get closer. Our department building is, uh, full of cryptid posters and flyers. It's packed with bottles, jars, and vials. Imagine them being very dusty, cobwebby, filled with, like, formaldehyde specimens. It's mostly underground, with creeping vines. The, uh, place has stained glass windows that tint everything a weird red and it was converted from the forgotten corpse of another department
0: yeah so this is kind of a loosely inspired by the belonging outside belonging games i believe in that Uh, You have various tokens that you you get tokens for for making certain moves and you spend tokens to do other moves Uh, for the threats. They will uh, accumulate tokens by making moves, and then they can cash those tokens in to move closer to our characters, you know, from the uh, horizon to outside, from the outside to foreground and as they as the threats get closer, they uh, become more threatening, you know, from being sort of spooky things off in the distance to being right in your face and making your life incredibly difficult.
2: um, we also talked about how uh, in the general area area of the town hall, there are a few other there are a few locations of note. One is uh, a room. That Felicia desperately wants to enter. Uh, we had talked about how it is a room with uh, with historical documentation that might not paint the Delacroix family in the best light, and so the Delacroix have like a guard outside of that room, making sure that uh, people don't want to go in there. Um, there is a bike rack right outside where there are an unsettling number of abandoned bike locks uh, hanging off of it, far more than there are actual bikes. And there is the boarding house in the tourist trap area of the district, where Felicia is staying while doing all of this research.
0: Is there anything else that we need to cover before we get started?
1: I just have a mechanics question. So we have tokens on our character sheet. We have assertive moves, project moves, reflective moves, cruel moves, painful moves, studious moves. Um, A lot of them is like spend one, commit one, give one, take one. Uh, But I don't see any that's just make one or is that under like general moves
2: uh so studious moves and painful moves give you a token when you use them that just is generated out of nowhere essentially uh and then cruel moves specifically let you take a token from another player
1: okay all right
2: yeah and then assertive moves, project moves, and reflective moves, you always have to spend a token to use them. With assertive and reflective moves, the token... Or I think with the reflective moves, you give a token to someone. Uh, with the project moves, you remove a token from your character and add it to your project. mm mm-hmm. And then assertive moves, you just spend the token and it disappears.
1: Okay. Okay. Thanks for clarifying.
0: Yeah, and yeah, reflective moves specifically, you give one of your tokens to that other character. Like, it doesn't create a token and then give it to them. It, it is one of yours specifically.
1: Uh, I have an idea for an opening scene. It's not great, but it's an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, How about we open up on Cameron... Uh, finding uh, Felicia outside of Town Hall, or like you know, alone in Town Hall basement, being overwhelmed and like crying or whatnot. Yeah,
0: because yeah, that that is kind of your first day back. We said so.
1: Yeah, first day back.
0: Okay. Maybe to like set the scene. Um, yeah, it, it's late at night. You know, a uh, quiet, clear night. Cameron is biking home from uh, a shift at the pirate ship, so probably around like ten o'clock. Like they, they've probably got uh, an apartment uh, not too far away from the, like on the on the other side of town. So it's a like a, a ten-minute bike ride. But it's a a nice enough night that once uh, Cameron gets into the town proper, they, like, kind of hop off their bike and just kind of stroll uh, through the town. And that's when they hear the sounds of crying coming from the the steps of City Hall. And they, you know, they, they go over to investigate and just... You know, see someone kind of uh, like hunched over and crying, maybe kind of like surrounded by like a, a backpack or like a messenger bag that's like just like stacks of books and papers. And yeah, you know, Cameron doesn't even recognize them at first, but just kind of says, uh, are, you, "Are you okay?"
1: Uh, oh my god! Oh, Cameron, Alicia. Oh my goodness! oh oh i'm so sorry i uh, yes yes i um I didn't expect you to see me like this uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry uh, you, it's just you're
0: you're back my god you're back yeah. I, i'm sorry I, i'm is, sorry is, I, is everything okay are you you seem
1: oh, upset uh, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well um yeah i mean i'll be okay I, it's just uh, yeah i'm back i I'm, I'm sorry i didn't uh write you or call you or anything i thought i would just you know come back grab this stuff and then you know i'll be out so it was more trouble to like you know uh, open up uh, old wounds or y- yeah i'm i'm yeah i shoulda i shoulda I called and let you know but I, i'm i'm back because i i um Got a research grant and uh, I was just digging through the archives and there's so much stuff and it's so old and it's all disorganized and half of it's eaten by mildew and I thought I would just be here just over the weekend, but I'm starting to realize this is like, this is months, this is months of work and uh, I don't know. I'm gonna do a painful move and say, "Will you stay with me? Can you help me out? Just I need to move some of this stuff, and I know it's late. You know what? Sorry I asked. I'm sorry I asked. um you, you're you're on your way home, and I'll handle it. It's okay. it's um it's just paper. It's not going anywhere.
0: ever since uh, Cameron realized that this is Felicia, they've just been like having a, a series of different. And like wildly different emotions, just sort of flooding through their head, and like th- they're just kind of letting Felicia babble on. Like that—that's kind of one of the hallmarks of of their their old friendship—is that Cameron will just let Felicia babble on. But yeah, you know, in in this case, like Cameron is genuinely unsure what to say. Like it has been eight years since seeing Felicia and like Felicia is back and, and didn't say anything. And I I think just is, is kind of jolted out by the the question of, will you stay with me? And Cameron just takes uh, a, a deep breath As if pondering the question as though it would ever be a question that needed pondering. And just says, of course, of course, I will stay with you. Well, whatever you need.
1: Felicia breaks down crying again, like (laughs) second sob of like overwhelmed. And then Cameron this like, you know, uh unabashed support um just like seeing the first time like kind of spontaneously reaching out for help and just getting this kind of like reception of like of course of course yeah and and just like like yeah just a roller coaster right now
0: Well, yeah i will also do a painful move and I, i imagine this will be answered out of character but how will we hurt each other
1: I think we will hurt each other by dancing around, catching up. We, since it's been eight years, we have this kind of awkward, like, are we strangers to each other? It's like almost like overly formal mm-hmm. and um, this extra barrier to falling back to our old friendship dynamics or it like makes our old friendship dynamics feel awkward and strange like uh-huh. Cameron it, it, you know we used to be the one that listened while Felicia babble, but while you were stunned and listening you were very much aware of that and it felt weird, mm-hmm. right? Rather than comforting of going back to our old dynamics.
0: Okay.
2: Uh so with the painful moves, uh you each give yourself you give the other person a trait inspired by their answer.
0: And the the trait that I want to give Felicia is just like old
1: times? question mark. Mm. I love it. Eager to help
0: for Cameron. Eager to help. Okay
2: awesome
0: oh interesting yeah um, this
1: might be
2: oh sorry go
0: ahead yeah um one less uh, mechanical thing that is not related to felicia's project but something that is specific to our podcast is uh we when we did world building using the game i'm sorry did you say street magic by carol assertion um i created a, a custom oracle deck using the true names that we made and you know from time to time we can just sort of draw on these to determine what happens in the story um, and the card that, that I drew just now for kind of what might happen next is the Cowardly Man for Fear, Warnings, and Avoidance I, I think that is something that matches what we've been uh, going with is that we're you know, like like you said, Gina, kind of dancing around the the past that's between us, like avoiding talking about anything that that's happened since we last saw each other, and just kind of, you know, focusing directly on what's in front of us. Uh, maybe trying to pick up like it's been, like it has been, no time at all. But you know, cl- clearly that's not going to be any. Uh, you know, that's not going to hold true for very long, like as we we get out of this crisis situation we'll we'll see how different we are as people.
2: Yeah, I love it. Do you all mind if I interject as a threat? because I think I have I something Please. really good for this?
1: love it, yes.
2: so I think as Felicia and Cameron are sitting there uh, and kind of dancing around catching up before going back inside. Uh, For just the briefest of moments, the fabric warps and wanes. And I think what we see is dozens of ghostly echoes of this conversation, each one ending differently. Some, the two of them, embrace in a much more natural way, and some, Cameron walks away, and some, they don't even recognize each other. But there's just all of these brief glimpses of all of the different ways that this encounter could have
1: gone. God, I love it. It's like, you know, you see Cameron and Kinsey, like, pick up some papers and head back. And in the remaining papers, you see, like, ghosts and images of Cameron and Felicia, like, going through. And it's like this kind of, like, echo as the camera, like, lingers on this, like, place outside of the town hall.
2: Yeah, so I gain one token for the resonance and each of you get to add a token to your project.
0: Okay. And once we in- individually accumulate 5 project tokens, we get a project advance, which is a a new move that unlocks for us basically. Okay, so does the scene go anywhere from there like or do we want to like pick up the the next morning?
2: yeah do we want to see i mean it might be interesting to follow them inside and like see a little bit of uh kind of the home base of this project
0: yeah maybe um felicia will will take cameron down and like show like like i'm stuck down here with all this and like cameron trying to like kind of make the best of it
1: yeah, like like we said it's like basements, the lighting is not great, flickering, there are like exposed roots and vines and stuff. Um I imagine kind of a cement hallway very underground feeling, a couple doors and the doors are in disrepair, like, only one of them, like, is closed all the way. Um, the one that is not in disrepair is the room I desperately want to enter. Um, and it's a nondescript, because it's not labeled or anything... But it very much stands out because it is, like, the only door or the only area that is not, like, rusted or dirty or, like, it's very solid, well-kept. Door, But Felicia makes a right turn um, into a, a kind of office space. Uh, the window pane on that door is like clouded. You don't know if that was like what the glass is made like privacy glass or if it's just like really dirty. She pulls like a switch for like an overhead light and it hums on. And instead of like the regular whitish blue, it's almost like a reddish uh, doll color Like, someone tried to make it a uh, photo-developing studio, but bought the wrong light bulbs, but they're still kind of reddish. And uh, Cameron can see just stacks and walls of uh, paper and books and bindings and, you know, those, like, legal cardboard boxes?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, identical little handles and, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's just tons of those, like, piled on top of each other. A few file cabinets. You see one cabinet has, like, um, scratches on it that's recent and a crowbar next to the side. And Felicia points to it, like, yeah, I try to get into some of the records and they're, like, rusted shut or someone lost the keys. It's just a mess down here and i mean it's 10 p.m i've been working at it for like since since like 6 a.m maybe maybe just you help me clean up and and i'll just uh i'll head back to the boarding house get some rest
0: wow this 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 is some place that they've they've got you stuffed in
1: yeah i
0: is that a that a stained glass window how did they get that underground
1: I have no idea, and it does, like, light up around, like, 2 p.m., but I've, like, circled the building. I can't quite find, like, you know, the other side of it. It's probably just, like, you know, hidden behind some bushes or something, but, yeah, it's weird, and everything I need, I think it's down here, but then again, it's so messy. I don't know if I have everything I need, and I'm just... I'm so overwhelmed and everything's like different, but how I left it here on stability and I don't know. What's up with you, Cameron? What are you, how are you? Um,
0: You know, I've been, I've been good. I've been, I've been fine. Um, and I'm going to make a, a reflective move. So I'll, I'll give a token to you and I'm going to say, look, I can, I can wait. What, what do you need right now? I, I I am fine, but you are clearly stressed out. What can I do to help you?
1: Uh, I could go for just... Uh, do you still have anything to smoke? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> Same old Cameron. I could use... Something to take my mind off of all of this
0: yeah, I, I think that's what you need. I think you need to just get away from all of this even for just a couple of hours if you've if you've been at this all day you need you need to not be here in this cluttered and depressing place. come on
1: Yeah, I need a break. and if I can do a ghost move something Yeah. Strange happens. Ooh, yeah.
0: Yeah, big a ghost move.
1: As Felicia and Cameron, like, finish, like, kind of tidying up or whatever and uh, turn off the light and the door doesn't close all the way, the camera lingers on the empty room and you see... One of the books or tomes or whatever that Felicia was working on, you can see like paperweights or just like a stapler and something like holding it, like obviously some like important central part of the project, catch an unknown wind flutter and like get hidden behind like a, a shelf or one of those like metal cabinets.
0: Yeah. So I have an idea if we want to incorporate the, the crap man if if you think you if you think he'd be out at night, like under the docks is probably the perfect place to go and smoke.
2: <laughs> I love the idea that like the two of you go to smoke uh somewhere private on the beach and the crab man's there doing something weird. Yeah.
0: yeah Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I think maybe like we see the docks and the camera kind of pans to underneath them as the two of you approach and you see the crab man, like right at the shore at the very end of the dock. And he's like wrestling with this rope, uh, kind of just pulling this rope in uh, and you see him like pulling a like crab pot up onto the beach as the two of you approach.
0: Does the crab man have a human name or does everybody just call him Crabman?
2: Everyone calls him Crabman. Uh, specifically in the description of, my, of, of the professor, I am supposed to write down a real name uh, and tell no one.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Okay.
1: Oh, it's Professor Crabman.
0: Is he still alive? Holy shit.
1: Why
2: wouldn't he be?
0: God, I, I don't know. It feels like I haven't seen him in forever either. I, he always seemed just kind of ancient to me.
2: Much like the mighty crab, I live on far longer than anyone expects.
0: Yeah, still the same crab man.
1: Hey, Professor Crabman, uh, uh, are you still collecting research samples? Oh, Felicia, you have returned.
2: Uh, I, I greatly appreciated the letters you sent. Yes, I am, I am researching blue crabs now. And so I have come out to, to collect them for an experiment that I, w- I i need to run
1: oh i'm glad uh, i ran into I, you
0: uh yeah but before before this goes too far i would like to yeah. uh use a a cruel move to lash out at felicia and say you Ooh. wrote to the crab man but not to me
1: oh <laughs> uh, i'm sorry cameron i i uh stumbled upon uh something relevant to his research. Uh, when I was, uh, an undergrad and yeah, I reached out and, you know, we kind of just
0: Right, got t- it, college, letters. yeah, I, got it, college stuff, okay, so, uh, not, not for I'm island sorry, people, I'm... okay I will,
1: yeah, it take, was, take the token um... that I just
0: gave you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Set myself as, oh, you took my yeah, token, it, oh. Yeah, cool moves, take a token from
0: the other character
1: Ah, Okay yeah, uh it was it was one of your um collecting methods. Um I saw some writing historical uh Native American tribes uh documented some some crab harvesting techniques that like were very similar to what you showed me. That is hmm
2: I don't know how I didn't think of checking how the indigenous peoples of this area would have harvested crabs that may that may change everything.
0: Cameron has kind of like walked away at the the idea of college talk but you know like is on the pier like like lighting up and just kind of says over the shoulders I thought it was pretty well documented that they never came near this island.
1: Oh no, it was a native population here um it's it's weird it was uh in uh, Newfoundland, different environments, uh different latitude. yeah, I, I don't know I don't, I don't want to get down to the technical uh babble. I'm just here to uh relax and and enjoy the sea side
2: yes, yes of of course you you, you must be I'm, I'm sorry that I interrupted the two of you catching up i'm I'm Sure that you have, have a, a lot to talk about. It has been quite some time since you've been back to stability.
1: I guess uh, not much has changed. You're still out here harvesting crabs. Uh, the ocean still sounds the way it does. Um, no lights yet. yes the
2: the, the bio, bioluminescence has been has been strangely lacking recently. anyway, go go. Catch up with your friend, I'm I, sure I will see you. Uh And I think he kind of just trails off like very awkwardly and takes a couple of <laughs> steps back and, <laughs> and like goes back to the crab pot.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Yeah, I think Felicia takes a seat next to Cameron and kind of looks sheepishly as like, you know, they like reach out for, for a smoke or whatever.
0: Emma doesn't say anything, but does like hold hold it out for you to take.
1: Um, I'm sorry, I didn't write you. I tried a lot. Like I typed up some letters and just you know wanted to handwrite it, but then like couldn't find the right cardstock, and then kind of forgot about it. Or then, I'm sorry, I, I, I should have.
0: I I didn't need it to be perfectly handwritten on on the finest paper. It just would have been nice to hear from you.
1: I know. I know. I just couldn't think of what to say. And that's on me.
0: I don't always know what to say either, so I can't fault you for that.
1: Well, I'm here now, and pretty sure I'm not going anywhere for a bit, so we can catch up in person.
0: I like that. I think a, like a few seconds of silence kind of passed, yeah. and then Cameron says, I still have it. I haven't destroyed it yet.
1: The picture book I gave you? The family album?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I know you said that if I never heard from you again, then
1: assume the worst and get
0: rid of it. But...
1: Okay, I was being dramatic. I gave it to you when I was, like, 19. (laughs) Well, I...
0: I mean, I did end up hearing from you again, eventually. So I guess it's still good to have around.
1: And the the LaCroix haven't bothered you? I
0: don't think they know that I have it, but...
1: That's good.
0: It's yours if you ever want it back, but... I can still hang on to it if if you need me to.
1: I gave it to you because I couldn't decide whether to destroy it or keep it somewhere safe so I guess it's fine where it is now
2: I think I'm going to do a resonance move here Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm going to ask I think maybe this could be both of you kind of an internal thing how do you think this will affect you the picture book not being destroyed Mm hmm did we
0: ever name Felicia's
1: twin? No. Hey. Okay. Kenzie. Her twin's name is Kenzie. 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 Sure,
0: why not? Yeah. yeah. I'd like to imagine this picture book includes, like, some kind of evidence of, like, what happened to Kenzie, or, like, even that she existed in some way.
1: Oh, it's, like, the last, like... Everything else from uh, Kenzie was, like, lost, like, her birth documents, blah, blah, blah. Like, the picture book is just, uh, like, almost a scrapbook of mm-hmm. all that exists of Kenzie in the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like a like a, a scrapbook that, like, there's lots of little, like, pictures and artifacts and...
1: Oh, yeah, maybe also, like, Kenzie's birth certificate or, like, her little, like, you know, feet prints and mm-hmm. stuff and just all the things... Yeah, that proof of Kenzie even existing. Like, because there there are no like family photos out, you know, that have Kenzie and it's all in that like picture scrapbook. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like the rest of the world maybe has kind of like either like forgotten or set aside knowledge of
2: Kenzie.
1: Like, this is the only hard proof. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm really intrigued to find out why. Knowledge of Kenzie's life is uh, dangerous to the Delacroix family.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so how. What was the question again?
2: Uh, how will the fact that it hasn't been destroyed yet affect you? Mm.
1: I think it tempts Felicia to revisit that history or like look at it again or like feel so sad sorry or whatever like get caught up in it possibly distracted from like the real family history
0: i like it for cameron i think the existence of kenzie kind of feels like a, a bit of secret knowledge that like Sets her apart from the rest of the world. Like, if if she were to destroy this book, she could, like, join the fiction that everybody else seems to be living in. And, like, just be kind of, like, never have to concern herself again with somebody that everybody else seems to say does not exist.
1: Or doesn't want to talk about.
0: Yeah, or, like, doesn't want to talk about like, she could join in, like, like so long as this book exists. I feel a little separated by this knowledge.
1: Mm. I like it. Cameron, you know, I came back because there's some history in this place that's just... It's not right. And I feel like I need to, to uncover it to find out. What really happened. And I don't know if what you're holding on to, it's going to help or hurt. Because that bit of our past, we're so good at keeping hidden and not thinking about and forgetting. We're, we work so hard to forget. And I think that's what's happening to the history of this island. And I want to work against that. So I don't know what that photo album represents. Do you understand me? I mean, not really, but it
0: it feels important. So I, I don't know how much I I can be able to help you, but I I mean I will I will try. You you know I'm always eager to help.
1: Well, well, what are you doing tomorrow?
0: I mean, I'm, I'm working a, a lunch shift, but I should be free after six.
1: Do you want to swing by the town hall? And uh, I just kind of need an extra set of eyes uh, on some of the papers and maps. Uh, I, I feel like you've, you're pretty good at that kind of stuff. Help me recreate some of the more faded drawings.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I can definitely do that. Yeah. I want to make a Dean move. So the the clock tower bell rings. You know, dong, dong. I imagine there's like a big clock tower, like in the, the center of town. Which, you know, big for the center of town means it's probably like 15, 20 feet tall, but dong, dong. And it kind of seems like it's going to go on forever. You you start counting the dongs and like it it is at least past midnight, but we, we seem to have lost all all track of time.
1: Oh my goodness. It's so late. I I got to get back to the boarding house. I'll see you I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I've got I got an early morning. Um yeah. Uh, City Hall?
1: Yeah. I think we do like the awkward like hug or yeah, like just like do we or... still
0: hug yeah. like like arms uh-huh. go arms go wide and then yeah. turn into a yeah. wave
1: uh-huh. <laughs> and go separate ways. And it's like, oh, no, my bike's over here. and We walk yeah.
0: together. Yeah. Oh, um, b- before we uh, like as we reach the end of the dock, though, uh, Cameron turns around and says, uh, hey, a, a crab man.
2: I think, like, Crab Man was trying very specifically to, like, avoid all of you very awkwardly.
0: Yes. Um, do you know of any sea creature with uh, eyeballs as as big as a person?
2: Hmm. Many, even, like, larger whales have fairly small eyes. Comparatively, nothing, nothing that I can think of that would be
1: that large. Did you see something?
0: Um, n- no, just uh, just a dream I had.
2: Hmm. Well, you know, dreams can be visions of other worlds. It is terrifying to think that there is a world where there could be creatures that large.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we uh, glad we live in this one where there's nothing like that around. Yes. Well, see ya, Mr. Crabman.
2: I think he's already, like, walking down the beach, like, looking out at the water, pondering this mystery that you have presented to him. (laughs)
1: Uh, As the ghost, I'm going to ask the Crabman, as you are, like, wandering down this beach side, sifting through the sand, what makes you think you can be here? because you were like distracted by Cameron's conversation uh, you weren't kind of like going about your usual route of crab collecting and maybe you found like just a a cove or shallow pools is that a thing on a beach like with the rocks and the wave like during high tide it's like filled low yeah. tide it's like these like pools of water nice. yeah you yeah. have different um, beaches here yeah 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 yeah. a place that perhaps you don't normally go to do what you do.
2: The Crabman kind of has this deeply held belief that, like, as the person who cares so deeply about stability's history, so deeply in fact, that I care about the history of all stabilities, uh, I think that the Crabman has this kind of like, I don't think he's generally an arrogant person but I think he has this kind of arrogant belief that like nowhere on the island is off limits to him because Mm. the work he does is so important to keeping the memory of stability alive that I think he just has this audacious belief that like anywhere I go is somewhere I belong. As long as it's on this Island.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I can give you a trait based on that. You know what it reminds me of? I don't know if this is actual history. I'm just, like, confounding, like, fantasy world building. But um, one of the safest ways to, like, travel in medieval Europe was, like, as a bard or minstrel. um, Because you just, like, had a right to go into different kingdoms and, and tell stories and whatnot. So it's, like the s- storytellers write or something I like that
0: yeah just the kind of like general respect owed to a person with like knowledge and like being
2: well traveled mm-hmm
1: yeah I like that a lot